the nineteenth day of the month. Here's what the Lord says to you. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Psalm 82, verses 2 through 3. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, think about these things. Philippians 4, verse 8. The fourth beatitude says, Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right. They shall be satisfied. To be famished for that which is right and just and honest, that is an assignment God gives each of us at baptism. And God calls us to spend all the rest of our lives working earnestly on that task. When you hear of corruption in public life, are you simply so disgusted that you want to become disengaged from the whole political process? Or do you so greatly hunger and thirst for what is right that you are willing to get out of your easy chair and do something to demand integrity? When close friends or family members act unjustly or simply condone injustice in conversation, are you so starved for what is right that you take time to help them onto a better path, perhaps risking their rejection in the process? For those of us who do not like to rock the boat, These are not easy questions, but hungering and thirsting in this beatitude does not refer to wanting a snack between meals, but to being starved for what is right. Opening Prayer To all of your people, O Lord, give such a longing for what is right that none of us can tolerate the wrong for one more day. What must we do to set things right? Enable us to do with firmness and fairness without self-righteousness or our pretended wisdom, and give us grace to submit to your correction when we are unjust, lest the good things for which we stand be sullied by our own wrongdoing or inaction. This we pray through him whose ideals and deeds were never at odds, Christ our Savior. Amen. Psalm 143 verses 1 through 8. Listen to this prayer of mine, God. Pay attention to what I'm asking. Answer me. You're famous for your answers. Do what's right for me. But don't please don't haul me into court. Not a person alive would be acquitted there. The enemy hunted me down. He kicked me and stomped me within an inch of my life. He put me in a black hole, buried me like a corpse in that dungeon. I sat there in despair, my spirit draining away, my heart heavy like lead. I remembered the old days, went over all you've done, pondered the ways you've worked, stretched out my hand to you, as thirsty for you as a desert thirsty for rain. Hurry with your answer, God. I'm nearly at the end of my rope. Don't turn away. Don't ignore me. That would be certain death. If you wake me each morning with the sound of your loving voice, I'll go to sleep each night trusting in you. Pour out the road I must trouble. I'm all ears, all eyes before you. Save me from my enemies, God. You're my only hope. Teach me how to live to please you, because you're my God. From the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verses 22 to the 10th verse of the 16th chapter. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. 
When they came to Mara, they could not drink the water of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore it was named Mara. So the people grumbled at Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Then he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, and he threw it into the waters, and the waters became sweet. There he made for them a statue and regulation, and there he tested them. And he said, If you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, and give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I'll put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy date palms, and they came there beside the waters. Then they set out from Elam, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departure from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The sons of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, where we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them, whether or not they will walk in my instruction." On the sixth day, when they prepare that what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they daily gather. So Moses and Aaron said to all the sons of Israel, At evening you will know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your grumblings against the Lord. And what are we, that you grumble against us? Moses said, This will happen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and bread to the full in the morning. For the Lord hears your grumblings, which you grumble against him. And what are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. It came about as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. First Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Therefore, putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, like newborn babes, long for the pure milk of the world, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation, if you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. And coming to him, as to a living stone which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God, you also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted to God through Jesus Christ. For this is contained in Scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a choice stone, a precious cornerstone, and he who believes in him will not be disappointed. This precious value, then, is for you who believe, but for those who disbelieve. The stone which the builders rejected this became the very cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, for they stumble because they are disobedient to the word, and to the doom they were also appointed. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy. But now you have received mercy. For 
From the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, so that your joy may be in you, and that your joy may be made full. This is the reading of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A prayer titled, Life is a Celebration. Lord, help me today to mend a quarrel, seek out a forgotten friend, dismiss suspicion and replace it with trust, write a friendly letter, share a treasure, give a soft answer, encourage another, manifest my loyalty in word and deed, keep a promise, find the time, forego a grudge, forgive an enemy, listen, Acknowledge any wrongdoing. Try to understand. Examine my demands on others. Think of someone else first. Be kind. Be gentle. Laugh a little. Smile more. Be happy. Show my gratitude. Welcome a stranger. Speak your love. Speak it again. Live it again. Life is a celebration. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Receive this benediction for Easter from the United Methodist Book of Worship. We are sent forth in the power of Christ's resurrection. Alleluia. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.